0: So let me take you into the operating room with me. My first case yesterday, I do the more complicated cases first. 55 year old man, very active his whole life, but he was born where the ball in the socket of his hip did not match congenitally dislocated hip. Because of that damage as a child, his leg never grew to be to the right length. So it's just like here's a clapper vision. The alignment in your car is off. Guess what's gonna happen? You're gonna wear your tires out prematurely. Clapper vision. If the alignment in your body is out, one leg is almost an inch shorter than the other, you're going to wear that cartilage out prematurely. And he is one tough hombre, this guy. He's a New Yorker, which is what's part of this story. And he came to me. He had seen everybody in town. He came to me, said, okay, Dr. Clapper, you're it. You're a sculptor. I don't trust anybody else. You're going to do my hip surgery. And I started thinking about this. I've done complicated, many complicated surgeries in the past over my career, But this one was particularly going to be tough because he really, really wanted me to see if I could give him his length and make his legs equal, and they've never been his entire life. So as you're growing from a skeletally immature kid to an adult, the artery needs to be stretched, the skin, the nerve, the tendon. Well, you can stretch tendons and you can stretch other things, but you cannot stretch a nerve if it doesn't want to be stretched because it will go to sleep and you will lose power. Power to move muscles, and the ability to feel things. So you'll have a numb leg, and you'll have a leg that doesn't work if you damage that nerve in the surgery. So I was nervous in a good way, taking it seriously. How am I going to do this? I don't want to disappoint him, but I'm not the boss. And he had so much confidence in me, and I appreciate that. So yesterday, I took him the to surgery. And when I do hip surgery, I like to turn patients on their side and position them on the table. So if it's your right hip, you're lying down on your left side and you prep and drape the right hip. You feel the landmarks. I can feel the bones through the skin and I figure out exactly where the incision's going to be. It's a much smaller incision than what it used to be because our surgeries are so much more elegant now than they used to be. And you don't cut the muscle like we used to. It's called minimally invasive. You spread the muscle. But this is a surgery where I'm going to be trying to lengthen this man. And I'm not going to find anatomy that used to be normal that now wore out. His anatomy never was normal, and it wore out. So it's really difficult, but I'm excited. I'm not nervous. I'm excited. I, I'm, this is a challenge that I embrace. And I told him in pre-op, during the surgery, I'm going to have to test that I didn't lengthen you more than the nerve can handle because I don't want the nerve to go to sleep where you won't be able to lift your foot. You'll have a foot drop. And I told him in pre-op during the surgery, in the middle of the surgery, your hip is filleted open. I'm looking at inside the center of your body. I'm going to wake you up. I know there's nerve studies I can do, nerve electronic evaluations. The spine surgeons do it all the time, but I don't trust any of that stuff. I trust one thing, a simple test that I learned many, many years ago, and it's called a wake-up test. And I told him in pre-op, before I did the surgery, I'm going to wake you up in the middle of the operation, and I'm going to ask you to do this. And I showed him to move your foot up. Plantar flexion is stepping on the gas to drive. Lifting your foot off the, up off the gas pedal, that's dorsiflexion. I said, I'm going to ask you to dorsiflex, to lift your foot up in the middle of the surgery, and then I'm going to put you back to sleep. Okay, Dr. Clapper. So here comes the funny. I, I debated whether I would tell you this story today, but I'm going to. He's from New York. That's why I'm telling you this. Middle of the surgery, beautifully restore a new hemisphere to his socket. I beautifully recreated, sculpted a new femur, top of his femur bone. And it was a struggle, really tight. Carlos and and Adolfo helped me, as well as Sandy Lee, my physician assistant. And boom, we, we put the ball into the socket. But I don't know, is it too much for the nerve? So there I am in the middle of the surgery. The anesthesiologist knew And I said, okay, wake him up And I wake him up and I say his name Okay, you're awake now <laughs> Move your foot And he doesn't move his foot up And now I'm going, oh my god Did I stretch his nerve Too much? Move your foot I said, he didn't move his foot And then I realize, he's from New York He doesn't understand what I'm saying He's half asleep And then I say his name Move your effing foot <laughs> because he's from new york this is how new yorkers talk to each other move your effing foot damn right and guess what his foot came right up (laughs) and i looked at the anesthesiologist god bless her j-lo we call her and she's like laugh i could see her laughing underneath the mask because i just did an f-bomb with this guy to get him to move his foot and she looks at me and i look at her and i said you know it's a language barrier (laughs) i speak new york he speaks new york He don't understand move your foot up. He understands move your effing foot up. And he did. And it's such a beautiful, his x-ray looks so gorgeous. It's such, it's like a beautiful Michelangelo sculpture when I look at that x-ray.